0: It's showtime. Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again to another edition of Off the Chain, and I'm your host, your boy David, A.K.A. The Voice. And boy, do I have a show for you tonight. It was worth the wait. Anyway, but before we get down to that, you know how we do it, we got to go through our formalities, our format, and get into the program. First thing first, I give thanks to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for another day. Mm keeps me going when I'm tired. And secondly, I have to give credit where credit is due to my editor and co-director, my wife. I thank you, dear. And last but not least, to all the fans of Off The Chain, the Off The Chain family, the crew from U.S. to the B.K. to Ireland, hey everybody! Puerto Rico, the family is wide, and I thank you for your support. You guys are tremendous. You know it's really difficult sometimes when you're doing anything in any department, whatever you're doing. Uh, stick. I encourage you. Stick to your dreams. Sometimes you might not feel like going. You don't have the encouragement that you need. But just weather the storm. It don't rain always. So with that being said, let's get down to the business of that. And I'm tidying this show today for you. Damn it, America. I have some questions. Because I really do have some questions. And I'm going to start my first question off with... This guy I really don't like him anyway, I'm a little biased on him, but hell, he opened his mouth wide enough he'll stick his own foot in it. And this is representative... Yeah, I'm going to start this show off with, with the big clown. Representative Lindsey Graham... Out of South Carolina. I'm gonna let that settle in. I know everyone, if you know anything about what's happening around you, you know Lindsey Graham is not do do. Point blank, that's my opinion. But anyway, I'm, I'm on his rump today. I, I, I've I been laying off of him. I knew all I had to do was wake him up. He'll do something. And it didn't take me long. Recently, right after Biden made his last press meeting conference and stuff, and after everybody clapped, then Biden talked about the economy and his work with the coronavirus and how he's getting the country back on track and trying to... And he even acknowledged the fact that there is semi racism in the United States. Now he went against the grain, but he he admitted it. So after that, now after the president do his thing, the Republican Party gets to send two people out, and they give a rebuttal to what the president said. Now the first thing this Ding Dong Lindsay says, is he deny the existence of systemic racism in this country. Oh, oh, no, 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 I deny that, that's a lie there. Ain't no way in the world there's no systemic racism in this country. And he went on, I'm gonna quote the fool, Lindsay said our systems are not racist. Americans not a racist company. How in the hell it ain't? How in the hell America is not a racist company? It's not said it was built on slave labor. But Lindsay said it's not systemic racism because Lindsay been eating with the golden spoon all his life. You know, when he, when he's getting the best, sure, everything is great on his end. And he even went on farther than that. Now, this is where Lindsay pissed me off. Lindsay had the nerve to try to give an explanation for why he said that. Shit. I'm going to call it what it is. He said, well, because both President Obama, Barack Obama, and Kamala Harris, they said they've been elected into the executive offices and stuff in America. Now, hold on, is Lindsey a damn fool? It took them probably 600 years That to even get to that point, Graham said that the country can't be racist because Barack Obama and Kamala Harris has been elected, and somehow their overcoming racial hurdles prove the absence of racial hurdles. Hold on, that's an oxymoron. How can their overcoming racial hurdles prove the absence of racial hurdles? That's bullshit there, because in order to come overcome a racial hurdle, they must first be presence of a racial hurdle. You can't cross a pine if ain't they pine there. You can't get to the other side of a pond and when you come out soaking wet. They say, yeah, he crossed the pond, but the pond will not really there. It's not not making any sense. So on top of that, Graham had the nerve to say, well, they're making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. Shit, the little money that they pay the average black American, they playing the white American twice as much. We, we not only get black law, we get black pay, too. So so I don't know what Lindsey was, was talking about. And they had the nerve that the second guy they sent out that to back Lindsey up was this, the lone black Republican. Old Tim Scott. Now, recently, a Democrat resigned. The Texas Democrat, he resigned because after Tim Scott opened his dumb ass mouth and said what he said, and he was a white guy, he couldn't help. He spoke it, but he, he spoke it kindly, he didn't tear him up like, like I'm going to tear his ass up but he spoke it kindly he called him an Oreo now and, and, and he caught a lot of heat from the Republican. oh he, you call him an Oreo you a bad person you need to resign but what about when Trump called called call, call the NFL players son of a bitches you need get the son of a bitch off the field. What's the difference? And Oreo, I don't think that was a bad word. Uh, they say he's black thinking he's white. That's their definition. But then ooh, we say you black on the outside, white on the outside. But I could have got lower with him than that. I would have called him a Uncle Tom ass. Oh, I could have did Tim Scott some dirt. And when he gave his rebuttal, and the reason what brung that on, he had the nerve to co-sign, now he made the white man mad. You know he, you know this Negro had to say something that was so ridiculous that the white man get mad. He said Tim Scott came out there and to back Lindsey Graham up after the president had done smoke. Spoke and put on such a uh, a presidential performance. He took credit for fighting Corona. The first thing, the first thing right out the bat, oh, the Republicans, yeah, we, 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 uh, we are the reason that Corona is where it's at. Stop, freeze, let me get off the chain on this. It's Tim Scott. Damn, see now, uh uh. He ain't no Oreo. He lower than Oreo. He just a straight up off the ass nigga. Point blank. That's how dibs got here. Now, hey, you know, Trump didn't even have enough medicine for the people. Let's stick to the facts. He told the people he had all that corona medicine stored up, and when the administration changed, and ain't no medicine. Now that corona's going down, he gonna stand on national TV. Now right then he, I knew he I knew this was gonna be a lot session. When you started off lying taking credit for the coronavirus, what makes me think you ain't I know you're lying about there's no racism in America. And then he turned around and say, Well, after after that, after they say they led the country out of the pandemic, Trump done killed over two hundred thousand damn people and he talking about we let them out. Yeah, You let them out. Lord knows they're at home with God today. But nevertheless he said well America is not a racist country. We have advanced from the old old way and we've matured and grown into another direction. Now you tell me Tim Scott ain't, ain't crazy. How can we have grown when we cut the TV on every day? Every day the TV is on and every day there's a new incident. Every day some African-American, whether he's male or female, is at the mercy of a gun or the system give you an example. Just today, five, well, it, I got it today, but it happened, I think, yesterday. Five teens were held at gunpoint in Clayton, Georgia. And the way they say the thing kicked off, say the little boys had walked to the store, you know, 12, 13, 14 little boys, they walk to the store and they're out there playing around like young men do. Given what they do. So on their way back home, they're out there shadow boxing around the store playing grab ass like young men do at that age. And on their way back home, they cut, they, t- they decide to take a shortcut through somebody's yard to get to the other side. So in the process of that, by the time them young men had decided to take cut through someone else's yard, they got five police on them and all of them got guns drawn to the to the to the to the five little boys here. And these black teams, you know, and when they all said and done, they try to decipher what's going on. They say, well, the store owner said he thought one of the little boys had a gun. Now, so he called the police. That's, that's another thing. So you think he got a gun, you going to call the police. They don't understand the danger they put the African-American in when they call the police on it. So when the police talk to the little boys, they are... Uh, They say they did have a gun, but it was a BB gun. It was a play gun. Now, my first thing is this. If you're going to get shot with a BB gun, they need to quit selling them in the store. Or at least black kids need to stop buying them, but you you need to quit selling them. And if somebody get killed with one of them play guns, that seems like a good lawsuit against Somebody. So anyway, at the end of the day, they, the little boys got to go on, and they didn't get shot down. But it was fact that they were racially profiled. Got another example, America, if that's not good enough for you. I'm going to keep the scales even, since uh, Tim Scott and Lindsey Graham says, there's no racism in America. Now, these kids almost got killed. I'm going to give you another one. I'm reading the story. A man wore a KKK outfit into the grocery store. And he wasn't he w- he wasn't charged with anything or nothing. And they said, uh, and he told him it wasn't racial. His statement, uh, I got my KKK suit on that ain't racial. So somebody had called the police, I think, and, and the police said, well, we, ain't, we can't do nothing to him about that, that's his choice. He didn't have the whole suit, he just had the hood on, peeping out the eyes. But uh, So the system looked at that like, nah, he ain't did nothing wrong, it's just the KKK. I don't know how they get down where he was at in San Diego. But I know in the in the borough, mm, that thing could have turned pretty ugly. Now, they got, uh, now, okay, that's one example. Now, here's another example. You heard the videos about this person they call Karen. She's some crazy white girl that go around effing with people. She just ain't caught the right person yet. But um uh, and I found out later that Karen ain't the person name. It's a description of that type of person. But and I found out that they ain't just women Karen. They're also men, Karen, and I guess Karen is really defined as someone sticking their damn nose in somebody's business that don't that don't involve them. I guess that's got to be the best definition. But this this male Karen I seen now he's a white guy. He had the weight room. And the brother had a very prestigious weight room in the building, in an executive building. And some young black entrepreneurs are in there now, the young black entrepreneurs, they probably be under 25 but they're working now, and they have an office building in there. They have a company in that building, so the guy just comes up out of nowhere and tells the guy, "Huh, oh, what are you guys doing in here?" You know so now the guys one of the guys tell me say hey we we got a building in here." So the guy said, well, you need to tell me where you where you stay at. What what, what office building is y'all building? And them guys said, man, we ain't going to tell you. Man, get away from us. We ain't got to tell you nothing, you know. So when it's all said and done, now, now all the guys are black. And they have an office in there, and all of them pay the rent. So I think it was all said and old when they found out that the young men did have an office in that building and they did have someone to start. They, they interviewed him. He said, uh, yeah, I effed up. So he found out they all paid the rent and but with this is the fact that I'm trying to make. That a lot of white people need to start understanding with everything that's going on in this modern history, white people have to understand calling the police in a non-life-threatening encounter with a black man a woman is a threat to that black life. Whenever they call the police on you for bullshit, they don't understand that they have just put your life in jeopardy because we don't know what fool they're going to send there or what Nazi they're going to send there or what Klansmen they're going to send there. They maybe say, yeah, you're right cause you white let's shoot him down and ask questions later I think so So when anybody tell me that people just come up to us and think that because we're black or we're African or we're black that and they're white that when they walk up to us and ask us questions like where you stay at that we have an obligation to each and every one of them we don't owe you nothing. You need to stay in your lane. So, that's my show for today, man. I love you guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And you know what I always say stick to your dreams. Shoot for the moon. And if you miss it, just hang on to the stars. Love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Promise to bring you a better show. Peace.